Hello and welcome to the Riverdale High AV Club. I'm Ezra. And I'm Megan. And we are here to bring you all things Archie. Your favorite Archie. <laughs> Probably at least my only Archie that I know. Uh, the Flophouse's cat is named Archie. That's true. We love him too. Yeah, he's a good cat. I don't know if I've ever actually seen him, but... I haven't. I'm, I'm to assume that he is a good cat. Listen to the Flophouse. They're great. They are really great. We just were talking about their can popping. Since yes, yeah, we're not drinking beers out of cans. Never, we don't definitely don't drink when we record. Archie would never allow such a travesty in his good wholesome little town. So that's why only whenever he shows up, drink. we only ever drink soda pop from the chocolate shop. Yes, only ever chocolate sodas, and the chance that Reggie or Archie or Jughead or any of the gang just busts into the house through their various methods of entry. Mm-hmm. Because, I don't know, I just don't even want to know what would happen if Archie saw us drinking alcohol. No, I don't want to know about that. I mean, that's getting into some, like, the Spire Christian comics, honestly, <laughs> where he... Yeah. Is, I did bring some of those today in the option. Oh my gosh. But those are, yeah, some some good stuff. I, I don't know if we had anything too concrete to mention today, but I did have a couple things I wanted to, uh, I wanted to talk about, if I may. Of course. And I think I'd like to just start us off... With one of everyone's favorite games, Megan. Yes. It's definitely your favorite game, I know. I'm it's sure it is. Do, 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 do. Dilton Doilies, Fantabulous Contrabulations. Get yourself one it. today. There you one go. One contrabulation, please. Thank well, you. That'll be $800. Which oh. contrabulation do you want, Megan? We have three the Omni Universal Remote, the Fish Finder Omatic. And the bird binoculars. And please tell me a little bit more about each of those options. Yes, of course. Um, so we'll start. We'll throw. We'll throw off the order a little bit. We're going to go with uh, the fish finder omatic, because this is just one of my very personal favorite contabulations. I mean, just from the name, it sounds extremely practical. Again, these are all they, names they that use. I had to give them because mm -hmm. Dilton refuses to name his inventions. Well, which no, he hates that. It seems like it. Yeah, but yeah. So the fish finder omatic. Um, it's given to us in a little comic where it begins with Dilton sitting under a tree and Archie walks up and he's like, Hey, Dilton, can I get a, a fishing pole? And Dilton's like, what do you want a fishing pole for? So Archie says... <laughs> because this is such a weird concept to him. Oh, yeah. I mean, he is Dilton, the mm -hmm. man of the science and not the hands, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> science doesn't use your hands. Never. It's only the brain, Megan, yes. as you should know. In a vacuum. Mm-hmm. Um, the Archie says he's gonna, like, poke flying saucers with it, and then he's like, to fish, what do you think? <laughs> Which seemed unnecessarily really rude. Sassy. Yeah. Wow. Um, but basically, it turns out that there's a fishing contest Archie is entering that he's like, hey, I need a fishing pole. And I don't, he doesn't have one? <laughs> I don't know why he's entering it if he doesn't have a pole. Um. So, I'm sorry, can you rewind for a second? Where yes. is Dilton? Sitting under a tree reading a book. And why did Archie ask him for a fishing pole? Search me. I don't know. Okay, so that wasn't clear. <laughs> oh, no, he just, no, He wasn't, wasn't, like, sitting next to a pile of fishing poles or something. No, he just kind of walks up to or Dilton and says, hey, fishing poles. do you know where I can get a fishing pole? Which it's like, you can buy one in a, a lot of the places. Store. Yeah, but I think Archie's looking for that good Walmart. free pole, you know, like we all like, the free poles. Yeah, I do love a um, free pole. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. free polling. Anyway, <laughs> um, so there's a fishing contest. Archie wants to enter. Mm -hmm. Dilton says that he's intrigued, not necessarily because of the prize, which is a total of $50. It's like 25 if you get the most and 25 if you get the biggest. So I don't okay. know. Yeah, it, it kind of makes sense. But Dilton's interested. He says some weird shit about it being like a basic primitive challenge. Of course um, he does. Because it's Dilton. But as well be clubbing dinosaurs <laughs> or with your... Yeah. I'd, actually, does Dilton ever show up in those caveman archies? Probably in at least one where he invents fire or something. Okay, yeah, no, that sounds right. Anyway, back to our, you know, Dilton AD. <laughs> That's a future <laughs> yeah. contrabulation. Dilton invents fire? Yeah. <laughs> that probably actually would be a really fun one. We'll um, get there. But... Unfortunately, Dilton can't enter this contest because you had to sign up last week. 
So Archie's like... Archie signed like, up without having access to a fishing pole? And he had a week to get one. <laughs> Wait, is it like today? The day of. Oh, same yeah, day he's trying to get this fishing pole. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so Dilton's like, hmm, well, if I help you win everything, can we be partners? And so Archie's like, well, yeah, okay. of course. And so... He's like, all right, we'll get my equipment from my lab, a.k.a. his garage. He, like, walks four feet over his <laughs> yeah, garage. Exactly. And he loads up all this high-tech-looking shit, and Archie's like, let's go to the bait shop. And Dilton is... Like, you idiot. ...very abrasive of this. He's like, we don't need worms. What do I look like? A um, caveman? He scoffs at the very idea. Um, they drive to the lake, and they set up all the different fishing equipment, and it's basically just three different boxes with various goo- or doodads sticking <laughs> off of them. I was gonna say gigas, and then it mixed with doodads to be googas. <laughs> Some googas. Some googas sticking off of it. Yep. Um, but yeah, there's like antennas and buttons mm-hmm. and dials that don't Normal actually do fishing anything. equipment. Exactly. Um, so he has what is amounts to a box on a telescoping pole that he like puts <laughs> over the water and he's like, the mm-hmm. fish are here. Okay. Archie's like, this is my lucky fishing spot. And Dilton's like, there are no fish here. Okay. <laughs> and so he's like, they're all over here. And then he has another box where you press a button and it causes an electronic lure slash hook to jump out of the box into the water. What? And it just kind of sits there and then a flag goes up and you hit another button and it reels in the fish. And Archie's like, oh, look at that whopper. It's a big one. And he goes to hand it to Dilton. He's like, here, de-hook this. And Dilton's like, I won't touch that. Put it in my automatic de-hooker, which cleans, deodorizes, don't want to know about that technology, and wraps the fish in paper. Um, Doesn't that, that seems like they're going to not believe that. So. <laughs> I mean, like, you clearly just bought these fish at the supermarket. That's literally the end of it, yeah. Dilton and Archie walk up carrying stacks up to their chins with their arms like fully extended stacks of fish wrapped up in paper and Dilton's like Archie's got the most and the biggest and the judge is just like dude you totally just bought those you gotta get out of here and then as they drive away you can see Reggie winning in the background (laughs) and Dilton's just like maybe if we sell them door to door we'll make the $50 and that's it I would I, like to read another comic about Archie and Dylan going door to door with a bunch of fish packages. It's like that one. Excuse me, ma'am. It'll have to be a future contrabulation because it's the one where they go door to door shoveling walks oh, with yeah, the electric I that shovel. One. Yeah, and then it yeah. Oh. It becomes ice. So there's one. That's your fish finder. Okay. Um, Normal practical pretty, tool. Pretty standard stuff, right? Mm -hmm. It's basically just another step in automation. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Now we'll get on to the bird inoculars, um, which it's another one where it opens with Reggie, Mm -hmm. but it's actually about Dilton. Because you see Reggie walking down the sidewalk, and then Dilton's like hiding in a bush as he does uh, with this really wacky looking pair of binoculars. Yep. And Reggie makes some joke that's, <laughs> I think it's something like, looking for your friends, or whatever, I don't know, it was bad. Oh yeah, because he didn't have any friends, because yeah, exactly. what a big loser he is. Exactly. Um, it's a good one, Reggie. <laughs> really clever, right? Really got him there. Um, Dilton says that they're binoculars he made for birding, um, and they're special because they will identify any bird you're looking at, and they also can make bird calls. To lure birds in, which seems really bad if they're right next to your face, because <laughs> they'll just be like, Wah! but yeah. that's what he's got. Um, yep. Reggie is gets some idea. He does that like face. Oh yeah, where he touches Reggie his face. teeth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and he tells Dilton that he wants we'll to borrow them. That. Yeah, we'll have to find. There's a billion instances of it. Mm-hmm. Um, he tells Dilton he wants to borrow them for a trip he has coming up. That's all he gives, yeah, and Dilton's reasonable. like, oh, sure. <laughs> and so he gives them to him. He tells him to be careful since they're a prototype. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as Reggie runs away with these wacky binoculars, we learn that his real plan is to tell everyone that they're normal binoculars, and then when they do the bird call, he'll have recorded his own voice saying some insults or whatever, and it'll just startle them. 
So it's a real, real solid goof, Reggie. (laughs) I know. God, Reggie, you card. (laughs) So, so for instance, like, I think when Betty's doing it, uh, she presses the button and it says, like, what are you looking at, bird brain? Um, He does it to Jughead, who's chilling out in his hammock, and it makes something, like, there's something about his nose being like a beak. I I don't know. (sighs) This is his prank. <laughs> um, really bad, Reggie. He just does it to everyone in the group, too. Yeah. So eventually they're like, hey, did, did Reggie prank you with some binoculars? And they're like, yeah. And he's like, this is really annoying. So they get together and try and stop him like uh-huh. they usually do. And so they go and they tell Moose, who in this instance is also a birder. Which well, yeah, he is know. friends with Dilton, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and so he gets excited, and he runs over to Reggie. Is he just excited at the idea that he can beat the shit out of Reggie? No, no, no. They tell him about these cool birding binoculars that he has. Yeah, so he's just gonna be like, duh, this will... Because he's like, says something about not being able to identify the birds, but he likes birding. So mm-hmm. it's, like, perfect he's for he's too dumb to do the birding part. Exactly. So he runs up. He can't stare at things. <laughs> <laughs> and read, at least. So he's got the two Can things he? required. So it depends on what you're reading. Yeah. It's yeah. fair. I feel um, like there's been at least one gag where he's holding a book upside down. At least one. I know there's a lot where Grundy, like, made some read in front of the class and he just can't. He's like, cool, Miss Grundy. Yeah, just, you know he has a problem with this, and yeah. yet you continue to single him. Anyway, um, Moose runs up to Reggie, and he just grabs the binoculars and does the bird call, but it's Reggie saying some mean thing. I'm gonna fuck your girlfriend. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh god. And Moose is horrified, understandably. I think he would actually have a heart attack. The audacity of that statement. I wonder how the gang would react to someone just <laughs> busting out of the Riverdale, like, yeah. conventions and just being like, fuck you, or something <laughs> like that. I if feel like we get close comic. to this with some of the more adult comics, like Archie vs. Predator. Yes. But they do kind of accept it as part of the world. What's that? The, the change in dynamic. Oh, like, yes. Like, no one's ever shocked by, like, I don't know... Kevin Keller's dad giving everyone a bunch of guns. Yes, They're like, right. cool, we've got some guns now. They all seem to kind of take it in stride. Yeah. It's like, I feel like every single of those different Archie adult comics is its own timeline. Right. Which is just completely self-contained. We're gonna need to start mapping out these timelines. We really but are. But anyways. Yes. Um, basically, it, it just ends <laughs> with uh, Moose socking Reggie. Oh, and imagining he, like, he does that thing where he punches straight forward. And Reggie's body is, like, parallel to the earth. And in doing that, he drops the binoculars and they break. (gasps) Which Dilton specifically said, be careful. I like Dilton specifically said not to break them. I know. Which, how dare Reggie for not listening to Dilton. Um, What a dick. And we see at the end the rest of the gang looking on in glee as (laughs) Reggie has to follow around Dilton with a big backpack full of, like, bird books and bird calls as payback. Yeah. Because he broke his fancy binoculars. Mm -hmm. His bird-noculars, if you will. Terrible. Um, so that's the second. Good, good. And the final is the Omni Universal Remote. And this is another one uh, that starts with a non-Dilton. I feel like we've seen several versions of this throughout the Archie history. I feel like you're right. I'm having trouble calling any others to mind, but there's definitely ones where they get, like, a device that's just too powerful for its own good. Like, we can turn off people's brains (laughs) with this remote. It's like that episode of that 70s show where Kelso or whatever is like, I can turn off my brain. Oh, God. (laughs) he just, like, goes into a coma for a few minutes. I don't know. Good times. Um, but yeah, so the Omni Universal Remote opens with Betty crying in the hallway at school. Mm-hmm. Dilton comes up and he's like, hey, what's sad? <laughs> what's the matter? I mean, what's the matter? Hey, what's sad, Betty? <laughs> what's so sad, Betty? He's so smart about adventures, but so dumb about people. That's that's Betty's domain. He can't talk words good. And <laughs> That would be a nice little extra layer of characterization to Dilton, is if he just was inept at speaking, which would actually make him more believable as a character, I feel like. He's a little OP as is. Yeah, just knock him down a few pegs, right? Yeah, take away his language ability. (laughs) Okay, maybe not that far. (laughs) Don't get rid of it altogether. (laughs) 
Just maybe some moose level dialogue. I don't know. Duh. There you go. That'll. Is there anything where they swap brain? There's gotta be. Right? I'm sure there is. Yeah. Anyway, um, so Betty's crying and Dilton's like, "What's the matter, Betty?" And she's she's jealous of Ron's new universal remote. <laughs> she's just like, "It's gonna seem stupid." And he's like, "No, what is it?" She's like, <laughs> he's like, "Ron's got this universal remote that does everything." And then he's like, "That is stupid, you idiot." <laughs> And she's just like, it feels like she's always got something better than me. And he's like, nah, it's just not fair. And then that's the end of that little scene. Okay. And we just get a panel of, like, his house at night as he's making a... He's working all night to yeah. craft this brain-turning-off remote. Yes, exactly. Um, and he runs into school the next morning and he's like, oh, Betty, I did it. I, I I helped you with my <laughs> She's like, what? universal remote. It's even better than Veronica's. It scans every signal in two miles and dominates two mile. it. Oh, two dom- miles? Did he say dominate? He says dominate. Oh, man. Yes. Um, and Betty's very excited for some reason, because she just is so stoked to have this really good well, remote. Well, it was really deeply upsetting that she didn't have something that Veronica had. Because, you I know, mean, normally Betty has everything better than Veronica. Exactly, yeah. That is the classic it's dichotomy. upset of her way of life. Yes, yeah. It's really, you know, a swerve. Something mm-hmm. she wasn't prepared for, for yeah. Veronica to get something that she doesn't have. Yeah. Um, so she tries out this new remote immediately, and mm-hmm. it... Seemingly doesn't do anything, but then the Weatherby busts out of his office and is like, Who turned on my TV? And so she's just like, It works! Uh, I like the idea that Weatherby's sitting in his office and the TV turns on, and his first thought is like, I'll bust into the hallways and yell about this. His immediate reaction is that someone's tampering with the school's electronics, I think? Which is just like... It's a real interesting take on that. Yeah, there's a much simpler solution, right? Like, yeah. isn't that Occam's Razor? Yeah, the easiest? simplest solution is usually the correct one. Yeah, exactly. Um, but no, I mean, he is a high school principal, so clearly he's never heard of Occam's Razor. Yeah. It's obviously shenanigans. Probably Reggie with a remote in his cast or something. Yeah, one of those classic gags. Hilarious bit remote, from Reggie. Remote gag We've Reggie. already seen in this segment how good Reggie is at pranks and gags. Very so. good, yeah. Um, she proceeds to, like, try it out on Veronica's house, and it turns on the stereo from outside the house, which she's surprised by, which you shouldn't be. When you're standing at the gate, and Dilton says it works over two miles. I mean, she probably didn't believe him, because that's fucking crazy. I would... You're probably right, which is more upsetting, because Dilton has a track record of over-success, and yeah. they never believe that Do he's going to be successful. Do we need to remember the rain spray incident, Or Betty? wasn't there one with, like, spray that makes your plants grow real big? And they're did, turned into giant mosquitoes in the garage uh, or something? Probably. Something I like do that. remember that. Yeah, I, re- I just remember giant mosquitoes. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and it turns out, for some reason, that having a remote that can only activate everything <laughs> within two miles at the exact same time is a bad idea. Because here's the thing that I got by reading this, is this remote can't pinpoint anything. It can only do everything in two miles at the same time. It doesn't really seem very practical. It's not. Like, what if you're like, I'm watching TV, oh, but I left the radio on, I'd love to turn that off. You could only turn off everything else in two miles. Yeah. What if you're near a hospital? Do you turn off, like, all of the heart machines and stuff? Presumably. Did everyone in the hospital die on this day? Also, what about, like, generators, where it's, like, not communicating, it's creating the electricity? Could she go to, like, the nuclear power plant and be like... And just turn it off? Supposedly, like, theoretically, right? based on the information we have, yes. (laughs) She could point it at an airplane and it would fall from the sky. Oh my god, what if there's a plane two miles overhead? I mean, that seems likely. Right, because they only go, like, a mile above ground, right? Yeah, you can get apps that tell you, like, well, planes are above you. She's just, like, making them fall from the sky and then starting up again and then stopping again. And then, oh, my God. I just picture Betty standing in, like, a circle of crushed planes, <laughs> laughing maniacally like an anime villain. 
I feel like that would end up at, like, the end of, like, Archie versus Predator or something. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that'll come back in Archie versus we Predator. We need some and more she... Dark Dilton stuff going on. Yeah. We really do. We get little bits of we it in some, this. some, like, weird pervy Dilton <laughs> in some, like, Archie versus oh, Predator. speaking of pervy Dilton, <laughs> at this point in this comic, he does say, that should dry your tears, blue eyes. Oh, okay. Which I didn't like at all. Um, but yeah, anyway, back to the comic. The whole town's going crazy. We see cops getting calls, and they're like, oh, cars are going off, and garage doors are going crazy everywhere. So it does activate cars. Yes, it starts cars without the key. I don't understand this And also, um, well, we see more than it does when Betty's dad is like, I can't get my drill to work. So Betty's like, I'll do it. (laughs) And she turns on every appliance in the house and garage. Including lawnmower, drill, table saw, mixer, blender, oven, microwave. And her mom runs out and her dad's like, oh my god, what have you done? And so she, he has her turn it all off and he's like, where'd you get that remote? And she's like, oh, Dilton made it. And he throws it in the wood chipper. And then everything is turned on for eternity because only the remote can turn it off again. It is the all power. And um, they're trapped in this hell where they can only sleep with their TVs blaring and their radios blasting. No, everything turns off and it's a happy ending. It's real. Except for Dilton. Yeah, he did get his very hard work destroyed. Although it did take him like one night to make, so. That's true. It can't have been that complicated. And he did scream Eureka so hard that the window (laughs) shot off of his garage. What? (laughs) Not kidding. There's a scene where he's like, Eureka! And, like, the door of the garage just flipped out, and, like, the window's falling off, and... Yeah. So there's your fantabulous contrabulations, and... I forgot to set up the bit a little bit more at the uh, front there, but... I'm sure the listeners are aware, um, but if you're just tuning in to the Riverdale High AV Club... Fantabulous contrabulations is a segment where I present Megan with three contrabulations, one of which is my own devising. Mm -hmm. And she has to guess which one. So... Is it the Omni-Universal Remote, the Fish Finder-O-Matic, or the Bird Binoculars? Now, so two are uh, similar. We have fish and bird-related items. Oh, yeah. And then the remote is kind of a departure. That's true. But I don't know if that's you setting me up to think the different thing is, is not it, or if you're basing your fake one off of the real one that's animal-related. Mm-hmm. Which is it? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Do you, do you want to recap, some, uh, or are you good? Well, let me see if I can recap okay. that. Yeah. So we've got the Omni-Remote of Impending Doom mm-hmm. that will end all militaries as we know it. And Also, if that technology is available, you could destroy countries with that. Yeah, for anyway. sure. That, yes. It's probably good that that no longer exists. Oh, no, I we agree. Should, we should kill Dilton, too, since he holds the secret to recreating it. I mean, yeah, in the comics defense, at the end of that one, I... I'm pretty sure that uh, Mr. Betty's dad also throws Dilton in the wood chipper. No, he calls him an evil genius. Yeah. Yeah. But also maybe he does throw him in the wood chipper. I think, yeah, it's very um, Fargo there. We could uh, get some of that action. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we have the fish finder. Yes. Which they use to find fish. Technically several inventions, but I'm including it in one. Right. They all work together. Exactly. And it's one I comic. imagine one would be useless without the rest yes you'd just be like i know where the fish are but have no way to catch them <laughs> because you wouldn't get reaching a in with your hands trying to grasp each fish You're trying to catch them with your teeth on all fours like mulan <laughs> yeah, exactly um no that all right that makes sense and so. then we have bird binoculars mm-hmm. where reggie just does a bad prank that doesn't make any sense yes hmm this is a tough one mm-hmm. I'm going to go with bird binoculars is fake. Damn it. You got it. Yeah. Yes. What tipped you off? Anything in particular? Well, you didn't have specific things that the bird binoculars were saying. Damn it. I did. I just <laughs> didn't say them because I thought that would give it away too much. <laughs> well, it also, it didn't totally make sense that the, uh, well, not that the other two made sense though. So that's <laughs> yeah. not really helpful. But I wasn't understanding how the prank worked. Like, did he record a, a burn for each of his friends before? He's like, oh, there's Betty. I'll record this burn for Betty specifically. Or were they a I bunch mean, of generic burns? 
I, I didn't think of that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think I about that much. Right. I wrote it in like 10 minutes before we started recording. Yeah. But yes. Oh, damn. I should have gotten more specific. It's okay. It's a hard balance because if you're overly specific, right, exactly. then that gives it away. It's okay. a challenging game to play and prepare. It really is. You've so far done very well. Uh, I think I've only gotten you about half the time. There's been a number where you've gotten guessed me. Cr- the okay. last one, last I one won, you but the won. time before that, you won. Okay. I lost track of how many we've done at this we've point. We've done a lot. Yeah. But, yes, it is definitely a struggle to prepare it sometimes, especially if you're trying to rush like I was today. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try and take my time with it a bit more next time. Gotta just think about it now for the next week. Also, while I was writing the bird binoculars, I realized how easy it also is to write an Archie comic. <laughs> yeah, it's not Because I was just like, well, I've got about 80% of the story in the first two sentences. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, okay, very well done. So that's, I think... At I think... the end of, um, you know, once we're in our first, we've finished our first year of this podcast, we'll probably have written, like, 150 Archie comics or something. At least, And then yeah. we can just go make a pitch to the Archie company and... Yeah, I think that would be a good way writers. to leverage our success into a job mm-hmm. where we could be solely in control. We'll take over for Roboto Aguesacasa <laughs> and just be the editors-in-chief for Archie or whatever. Yeah, that sounds reasonable. Mm-hmm. Or we could just get him coffee sometimes. That also sounds good. I like that, too. Or just get coffee with him. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds You listening? Fun. Roberto? Let us know. Come on, Roberto. We know you're Digits. a fan. Hit us up. Yeah. You know how. Slide into those DMs. <laughs> Uh? Slide right on in. Uh? We've been waiting for you. We said that they're open just for you, Roberto. Yeah, anyone else tries to message us and it'll say, no. <laughs> we That's have automatic true. replies. Please message us. We'd love to hear from you. It's, yeah, we definitely are looking for as many people to hit us up as possible. Well, maybe not that much. But definitely, if you <laughs> want to reach out, we would love to hear from you. Um, and before we get too gushy over our wonderful gang who's listening at home, I'd like to transition into another instance of Dilton fucking things up. Oh, Um, good. When I am going to dive back into our Archie Married Life 10th anniversary. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a little bit since we covered that. Yeah, so we did the first issue last time. Um, Would you like a quick recap on that? That'd be great. Yeah, so I've got the uh, notes right here. Basically, um, broad strokes, we get that uh, Veronica... So, remember, we have it split two timelines for each issue. Right, there's the Archie Marries Betty and Archie Marries Veronica. You got it. Um, and we always start with Archie and Veronica, um, which is Archie's working for Hiram. Um, he and hates his life. His kids are unhappy. hates his life. He's not happy in his marriage. Veronica's unhappy. Uh, Veronica and him are going to go see Betty, who's a marriage counselor. Huge conflict very, of interest. Very, very upsetting. Yes. Um, Ambrose is back in town trying. Yep, he's and pervy. He's in, yep, very pervy, investing in Juggies, which is the uh, restaurant no, that I forgot Ethel about and this. Jughead own together. Or, I'm sorry, not Ethel. Uh, Midge, Midge and Jughead, Jughead own together. Um, then Cheryl is going to use Ambu- Ambus? Ambrose to sh- sabotage Moose at not yes. even a debate, it turned out. It was just kind of like a retrospective. Like a presentation? Yeah, like a Moose, uh, I don't know, <laughs> the Moose Variety Hour. The Marmaduke Mason Variety he's Hour. He's like State of the Union or whatever. Exactly, because yeah. he's, uh, I guess, the president. <laughs> um, yeah. And then hard switch to the uh, Archie and Betty. Mm-hmm. They're living in New York. They get a call from Dilton uh, urging them to return oh, right. to Riverdale for their 10th anniversary. Where they get some sad news from Archie's dad. Yes, um, who is losing his... I, I was about to say losing his mind, but that's not the correct phrasing. He's um, losing his memory. His mind yes. is starting to go, is what I was trying to get to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we cut to um, them at Juggies, still Juggies, unfortunately. There's um, no timeline where Jughead can come up with a good name. No, I, I just... Which is weird, because apparently he's all into, like, creativity and writing, but I guess in all worlds it comes back to Juggies. Oh. All roads lead to Juggies. No. <laughs> well, um, go down this road. They're at the party, which I believe is an excuse for uh, Betty and Archie to renew their vows, I think? Yeah. It's unclear. Um, Moose is... It's, like, his final night as mayor... Uh, Fred is talking to Waldo and Terry about moving into their assisted living facility with them. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Um, Moose wants to invest in Juggies. Ugh. Yeah. Cheryl is showing up as a Hollywood a starlet. Queen, yeah, she's a scream queen, love. which is so good. That's perfect for Cheryl. It really is. 
Especially now that we've been watching Riverdale. Yeah. Like, it's perfect. Um, Veronica and Archie have a really nice moment where Archie was, like, doubting uh, Betty's love for him. And Veronica's just like, no, she fucking loves you. Like, chill out. <laughs> you dumb idiot. Reggie is starting to get weirdly jealous over um, Archie and Veronica, even though he and Veronica, Reggie and Veronica, are divorced. Yeah. Um, and then Didn't that's he have it. a creepy mustache? He, he's got a goatee, full on. Ugh. He's like the, um, it's like... The evil version of Reggie, right? Nico He's just Reggie. getting exactly the mirror universe <laughs> the or whatever. Dark mirror. Yeah. Okay. So now we can get to Married Life tenth anniversary issue Perfect. number two. So we open up on the I don't know, like Moose retrospective, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Where Ambrose has stood up and is basically just talking about how Moose used to be such a big bully back in the day. Which he definitely was. Yeah, I mean a lot of people were terrible in high school. Yeah, so it seems kind of unfair for Ambrose to stand up. I don't know. It's Depends shades on of gray. How terrible and how he is now. There's like a lot of. And I would give it more stock if we didn't literally know that Cheryl <laughs> yeah. is having him say this to make Lo- Moose look bad. Right. Because remember, she wants to run opposed to him to be the new congresswoman as a friend of big business. Right. Yes. So she's recruited him, Midge stands up, and she's, like, standing up for him, saying he's changed, he's evolved, like, he used to be that way, but he's better now. Yeah. Which is really sweet. Um, yeah. And then Cheryl stands up and just is saying, like, you know, it, he beat up any boy that came near you. He controlled you. Which is true. Yeah, that is accurate. And um, she says her piece. She basically is just like, I'm running against him. I approve this message. And she <laughs> yeah. looks real evil. Um, yeah, really. She evil. does look really evil. We'll <laughs> like, share that picture. Yeah, um, they just basically put devil horns on her there. With yeah, everything. And that is a but, very busty top. For oh yeah, they got her political some office. major cleavage that they do not get in the normal Archie comics in these tenth anniversary. Well, they're adults things. now, so it's not pervy, I guess. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. These are kids' comics, so it's a little pervy, but are the anniversary ones? kids come? I don't know. At least at my store we have them for all ages. Weird gray areas. Yes. But anyway, um, we then have Archie and Veronica at, I hope you remember, they're getting their counseling at Juggies <laughs> in a booth ten feet away from everyone else. As someone who's a strong like, uh, who strongly loves therapy and thinks mm-hmm. everyone should get therapy, it's yes. very upsetting to see this couple's counseling Gross Done yeah. so horrifyingly <laughs> so, inappropriately. So bad. This is like the like exact opposite of what you want to do. Um, yeah, let's go to a public place full of people I know. Yeah. With my ex girlfriend yes. as the therapist. What? It's, no therapist would allow this. Betty would lose her license. An unhealthy environment and an unhealthy situation for all of them. Yes. Like. Everything they're doing here is not... Very upsetting. Yes. I will say kudos to them for reaching out and getting help when they're struggling in their marriage. That's true. That's a hard step to take, I'm sure. I've never had to take it, but I'm sure it is. Yes. Um, But reach out to someone other than Betty. There's got to be... Or reach out to Betty and have her recommend someone else. There you go, right? I'm sure she knows at least one other therapist. There's got to be at least one other. I don't know. Anyway, she's giving them counseling and basically just saying, Archie's like, tell us what to do. And she's like, that's not how this works. Yeah. Which was nice. She's like, this is something you guys need to do Mm -hmm. together. We're getting also uh, cut in with this weird shots of Weatherby filming her on his phone. Filming who? Uh, Betty. As she's talking. As she's giving a therapy session? Weatherby is filming her as she's giving therapy. Okay, that's also extremely upsetting. And probably why you shouldn't have therapy sessions in public restaurants. exactly. And then, um, we have Weatherby... (laughs) God. We have Weatherby telling Kevin, Terry, and Fred that she should run for Congress and this will be her platform. Um, which is so bad. Her terrible medical standards. <laughs> I do like, I do like that Kevin is like, your blood pressure, calm down. Because <laughs> he's getting right, so worked up. Right, he's a paramedic, up. is that right? Yes, he's a paramedic, mm-hmm. um, now that he's... So he uh, hangs out with all the old men of Riverdale. Which I guess is the only option for him now. Yeah. Um, also, what's In case one to... of them keels over, he'll need to... I mean, it does seem like these men have been very old for a long time, yeah. so they're probably, like, at death's door at this I'm point. I'm sure. All of them are also very unhealthy. 
That is true. Um, but yes, yeah, so they're Weatherby's trying to get Betty to run for Congress. Ambrose <laughs> walks in. Secretly filming her. Sounds great. Oh, you know people love it when you secretly film them. Yeah, it's always a good idea. Yes. Don't do that ever. It's the yeah, exactly. And especially don't post it anywhere without their consent. For the love of God. <laughs> yes. Um, Ambrose walks in and Midge is furious at him, which I think rightfully so. Yeah. Um and she slaps him because good. he's being a huge dick. Um and then Jughead intervenes and says, like, hey, what are you doing? Uh, Ambrose is becoming our partner. We need him. Which is Wait, a what? fact I missed in the first issue. Okay. I read the whole thing, but didn't find that, I guess. So apparently he's buying part of Juggies um, to invest in them. And basically Jughead and Midge have a bit of a tiff. Because Jughead's like, we need the help. The restaurant's not doing great. And Midge is like, yeah, but we don't want his help. Also, don't man. call it Juggies. Yeah, there you go. A, Solution. Maybe that'll help the business if you don't call the place fucking Juggies. Yeah. Anyway. Um, then we have a scene between Reggie and Moose, which was actually a really... I really love this scene, um, because if you'll remember, Reggie's least, most recent startup has gone under. He mm-hmm. has like a, a string of failed Having startups. Having a bad time. Exactly. Um, and he's talking to Moose, and Moose is just like, hey man... I'm, like, all done with Congress. This sucks. I'm getting out of this. Yeah. Um, and I want to invest in your startup. Which... Seems like a bad business decision. I... Okay? Yeah. And, um... There was a nice little exchange, too. Um, Reggie says something about old friends, the one thing you can count on. Uh, Moose says, except one exception. And then Reggie's like, Ambrose really messed you up. And Moose says, no. It was me who wasn't a good friend to him as kids. I messed him up. Which was really nice. Wow. I was like, all right, that's actually yeah. really nice. You get Reggie then saying, can I buy a drink, old friend? And Moose says, only if it's a chocolate malt, old friend. And they walk into the Aww. sunset. Which was like, I was kind of like... I assume they go to Juggies. Yeah, uh, presumably. the best the only, Also, the only, <laughs> the only restaurant in town. So you apparently. really think it'd be doing better. <laughs> You know, literally right? the only option. It seems like it. Like I've seen no other place. It's not like that other episode where pizza almost closed down. Pop oh tapes. my god, I forgot about that one. Yeah, and wasn't that just because they had bikini delivery women on skateboards? No, that was a different one. Oh god, that's when they hired bikini Betty and Veronica. That's on right. Skateboards okay. also, and they all crashed into each other. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that. Wasn't it because the guys were ordering food just yeah, to see them Reggie go around? Yeah, Reggie and Archie were just sitting. At one Ugh, of their houses, so ordering food over and over, I guess. How did they afford that? I don't know. Uh, anyway. Probably Archie was like, "Hey, mom, can I have a bunch of money They're to pay this girl?" They're notoriously like strapped for cash. I guess Reggie has money, but yeah, it's probably. Re- I don't know why Reggie would like cut Archie in on this. Though. I do like the image of Archie going to his mom and asking <laughs> yeah. for money for that, though. She's like, "Why, well, sure, son. I've got to support the local economy." <laughs> you need your hobbies, right? <laughs> um. As just also a side note before we move on, I really love it in media when, uh, like, former enemies become friends. Yeah, I do appreciate that. Like, Jim and Dwight's friendship is one of my favorite things in that show. Well, it shows character growth. Exactly, yeah. And so, yeah, that's just my little piece about that nice little moment they had. And it seems like, you know, Moose is a really different person than he used to be, and... Reggie seems to be, too. Yeah. Which is nice. And I do love that they're, Even like... Even though he does look incredibly villainous with his whole goatee outfit. He's got And some Moose major, looks like, like dashing politician. <laughs> he really like does. With swath of blonde hair. I'm trying to pick, figure out who Reggie is reminding me of right now. It's very much Tony Stark. Yeah, <laughs> he yeah. looks a lot like Tony Stark right now. It was slightly villainous. A little bit, yeah. In a um, good way, but a, yeah, slightly. Um, he's we a have, bad boy. Yes, he's a lovable rogue, mm-hmm. right? He's roguish. Ro- that's the word we're looking yes. for. Yes, yeah. Reggie and I think that's what Reggie been, has grown into, yeah. though. He was more just a rogue. Mm-hmm. Now he's roguish. Yes, which is a, a healthy balance, I think. Yes. Um, we, we get a shot of Archie and Veronica walking out of Juggies after their counseling session. God, I can't. You're going to hear it a lot. I can't deal with Juggies. <laughs> I'll just call it... Well, Jugs isn't better. No, there's... Just call it Pops. Pops. It's Pops. Fuck, fuck Juggies. It's Pops. <laughs> Don't say that They're walking that out of Pops. 
You said... I w- anyway, they're walking out of Pops. They're talking about how Hiram needs to lay off of Archie. And then police and an ambulance fly by. Oh, no. Veronica's phone rings. Oh, no. Hiram has had a heart attack. Oh, God. They rush back to the home. I'm sorry, the Riverdale so Hospital. Hard on this shit, Archie. They rush into the hospital room. Um, Veronica says, I love you. Archie says, anything you need to say back to Veronica, Hiram? Any oh, regrets? God. He says, yes, I have one regret. If only I'd spent more time at work. And then he dies. Does he say that? I'm not shitting you. Jesus. If only, if only I had spent more time at work. And you get Archie and Veronica crying. With Smithers still alive, miraculously oh in the background, and Kevin looking very sad in the front. And that's the end that of Archie and Veronica. Horrifying. It's really rough, right? Like, they really played up the Mr. Lodge villain angle in he this one. So often not a villain. Like, and he's a cranky old man that doesn't like Archie, but also I probably wouldn't like Archie. He's terrible exactly. in real life. And one of I feel like one of Mr. Lodge's signifying traits is how much he loves his daughter. Yeah. Like He's not a great dad in terms of that, but he does love her. Yeah. Sometimes spoils her because of that. But, like, to just completely yeah, discount that. Yeah, like that one where he sent her to school in Italy, and she... Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, like, is, like... He finds out that she went to, like, the reform school, and he's just super apologetic, right? Yeah, but also he's, like, bringing her a stack of catalogs, and then he remembers that she's not there, and he's all sad, and it's oh, like, how yeah. did you forget she was in Italy, dude? <laughs> like, what? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, so we get a real rough Mr. Lodge, but I guess we don't have to deal with them in- anymore. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Because he's dead now. I'm sure Veronica and Archie will both be much happier now. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know where they're going to go with that. I'm assuming the next time we'll get the funeral, but we have a hard switch to the Archie and Betty timeline now. Of course you Um, do. Which um, basically opens with Moose pushing Reggie to renew his vows with Veronica, which, remember, they're divorced. Yeah, that's weird. And it's pretty rough, because he's like, what about you and Veronica? And Reggie's like, you kidding? There's nothing for us to renew. Dams can break, but they can also be rebuilt. It's like, Moose, you need to stop, man. Like, that's not cool. And then Reggie says, ships can be built, Moose, but that one sailed. It's taken me this long just to restore my friendship with Veronica. Which I was like, like, damn, Reggie. That's such a crazy thing for him to just be like, hey, any divorce couples (laughs) that want to get remarried now? Also, that's like not the same ceremony. Yeah, that's just a wedding. Yeah, you like... You renew your vows to someone you're divorced from, you make new ones. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, weird. It was a weird little thing that Very I liked. Weird. I liked Reggie's deflection. I, yeah. I thought that was a nice, mature thing. Um, then we have them, before they renew anything... Oh, I'm sorry, also, before we move on, uh, Veronica and Reggie decide to renew their friendship instead of vows, which I thought oh, was really nice. sweet. Yeah, because she's like, that's more mature than anything I heard you say while we were married. <laughs> Reasonable. Um, tell you what, let's not renew our bar- marriage vows. Let's renew our friendship. It's That's sweet. so wholesome, yeah. Um, Jughead pulls Archie on stage and is like, "Hey, it's formerly of the Archies, Archie Andrews." And, and Archie's he... like, "Jughead, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and pulling at his collar." No, he's he's game for it, right? Okay, he's got good, his guitar good. with him, um, and he says, "I'm gonna write a song, or I'm gonna play you a song I wrote for someone you all know." Um, I call it my hero, my dad. And he's playing, and it says, From the Shadows, a performance is secretly filmed. And we see someone filming it on a phone. What's with all the secret recordings in this? It's really weird, right? And then the rest of this one gets wild, because it's a hard cut to New York City, where we see an office of, I guess, a record exec? It's like a marketing team for a record company. Um... And they have received this footage of Archie, and they're just like, oh, he's perfect. 30-something, good voice, decent musician, great songwriter. Get him in here. (laughs) Marketing says he must be on the road the next 52 weeks if we're making him a star. Which What? Like, they've never met him. They've seen one video, and they're like, get him here. We're sending him on tour for a year. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I'm sorry, who are these marketing people that are like, Man, I just can't come up with a musician in New York City. There's no musicians here. Yeah, I don't know, man. Let's send scouts out to the middle of fucking nowhere. Well, that's the weird thing. They're implying that marketing is said 
<laughs> he's what marketing said they could sell right now through social media. Which, I don't know, like, this is, seems like a weird commentary on the music industry more than anything. <laughs> yeah. Like, they, Elsa says, find out if he's got a wife or kids. If he chooses this path, there's no room for a family man. Oh. You find out that Dr. Doily gave him the dossier on the guy. He's married, he's got kids. They're like, what? That's not gonna do. Uh, wait a minute, there's a note. A possible relationship of some sort with Veronica Lodge. Jackpot! So basically, yeah, and we're back to the party. Um, Yeah, I hate that. I love all these evil executives in fucking New York City just waiting to tear apart this small town family man. You know that's what they're all waiting for, is the perfect life to ruin. (laughs) (laughs) They're just waiting for it to literally get handed to them so they can ruin it. This person they've never heard of before. And probably never will again if they don't do anything about it. Yeah. Um, But anyway... We but go there's no to... other musician <laughs> in the whole fucking country, so... Apparently not. None that are 30-something <laughs> that are decent voices no. and great songwriters. None of them. Um, we get back to the party where they're getting close to midnight, which means that they're going to have to renew their vows soon because Moose only has until midnight to do it because then he won't be mayor anymore. Right. Which is why I don't know why they waited. Um... Also, who even cares if you don't renew your vows? It's not like you're not married anymore. Yeah, You've got to renew them every thing. six months. They're and they like expire. making a whole big deal of it. He, like he brings up Reggie and Veronica, and they renew their marriage vows, friendship vows. Um, they're yes, friendship vows. I'm sorry. Um, and I did like what he says to Veronica. Veronica, do you take Reggie to be your friend for life, provided he behaves like a mature adult, for richer or for less richer? Reasonable. And she says, with that proviso about maturity, I do. Good, good. Um, and basically, Reggie says, with all those provisions, but subject to good faith negotiation, okay, okay, no legal wiggle room, no exceptions, I do. So they're renewed. Um... They kiss each other on the cheek. Lovely. Weird. Um, yeah. Then we get Jughead and Minge who renew their vows. What? What is this weird vow renewal orgy? It's... I I don't know, man. I (laughs) guess they're just taking advantage of the opportunity. I guess so. Um, and then before that, Midge comes up... Or, I'm sorry, it... Moose comes up and he has a really nice little speech about how toxic he was when he was dating Midge. Hmm. Um... Uh, do you take the girl I loved when she was my girl? I used to call her my girl, as if she was my possession. I acted like a bully due to the lack of self-esteem and insecurity about how much smarter you all were than me. Miss Grundy, rest her soul, found I was dyslexic, so I wasn't stupid like everyone always told me, including my dad. Midge, I never apologized to you or to any of you whom I hurt, either with my fists or my threatening words. I am so very sorry. Wow. It's really beautiful. What lovely growth from him. I know. And I forgot that within that, um, the, the prequel to this, we find out he's dyslexic, and that right. was, yeah, and that, I, I think I remember that is the lead up to him becoming mayor, which I, I, mm-hmm. I don't know, it's really, I don't, it's a really wholesome representation they're giving. Yeah. Um, and so they renew their vows, and then we get, um, Archie and Betty coming up, renewing their vows, <laughs> and then we see Reggie getting whispered to by someone... Who turns out to be Dilton, now with a giant beard and a in a weird hat, looking real sneaky and evil. Oh God! He Heard does you were jealous really of Archie. Um, and then he's Reggie's like, no, Jughead convinced me I was being delusional. Basically, Dilton is trying to get Reggie to be jealous of Archie and Veronica. Weird. In order to sabotage their marriage. I don't understand so why he wants this. Well, we find out, kind of, not really, though, that Dilton is working for this record company. But why? I don't know why this is, like, his end-all be-all, that he needs to destroy their marriage. But, basically, um, yeah, Archie makes to leave, and Veronica plans to go back to New York. Um, and then Reggie sees that Veronica is also going back to New York around the same time, so he gets all paranoid that they're having an affair. Yeah. And he goes to talk to Dilton about it, but Dilton's gone because he mm-hmm. just disappeared. Um, and then Reggie starts he's ranting doing this to weird Jughead. Timeline jump thing. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck's happening, man. He um, rants to Jughead about how uh, Archie and Veronica are having an affair, and Jughead's just like, "Hey, man, you need to stop. Like, this is not okay. Uh, you can't keep blaming everybody else. You're not the victim here. Your friends are." 
because I'm your friend. I have to tell you the truth no matter how much you don't want to hear it. And um, Jughead walks away from him, and then that's wow. all we get in this issue. That is a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, it's a it's a dense one. What a wild ride. Yeah. We'll definitely put some pictures of that up. Yeah, oh yeah, and for sure. share them with you. There's some good stuff in here y'all need to see. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think that's gonna... I think we are actually going a little bit over on time. Yeah, that is um, a wild ride. Because, yeah. it really just all comes back down to Dilton. He does seem to be like a weird linchpin in Riverdale, right? It feels like a lot of times when there's this cosmic disruption, mm-hmm. it's because Dilton did some shit. Yeah, I don't know. It seems like they added him as a character so they would have a gateway to these weird sorts of cosmic disruptions, Well, they're disruptions, like, right? hey, we want to do whatever the fuck we want. Mm-hmm. Here's a guy who can invent earth-stopping remotes and stuff. Exactly. Or VR that gives Jughead a giant burger to eat. Much in the way that, like, Hiram Lodge is the The very richest much, man in the world. He's the reason Archie Comics have a carte blanche for wild shit. Yeah. Dilton Doily is the same in the way that they can do fantabulous contrabulations yeah. that are just wild. Because you've got, like, the smartest boy in the world and the richest man in the world living in the same town. Yeah. I don't know. It's... It's a weird little dichotomy, or I guess, um, God, what is it? Di- like, duality, kind mm. of, yeah. Like that pairing of, like, rich and smart <laughs> yeah. working together sometimes for the greater good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, before we <laughs> start espousing Mr. Lodge and Dilton too no, much. No, we can't go into it, because yeah. we need to let you all go on with your lives Yes, as much as week. we would love to keep you here for several hours, I don't know how much we would actually love it. And I don't, I don't know, know how, how much, much you would, would love either. it. Yeah. I think well, we'd let us know what you think about it, and yeah. if you would love it. Come hit us up on our uh, website, rhsavclub.com. Yep, you You'll can find... find us on Twitter and Instagram, yep. at Riverdale High AV. Same for both. Yep, um, and then our Facebook group, Riverdale High AV Club. And our email is riverdalehighavclub at gmail.com. Please, Please drop us a line. Send us some congratulations. Some... Tell us what you like about it. Yeah, some fan art. Um, if you can send us a artist's depiction of Ambrose as, like, Jeff Bezos, I would love to see that. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know That's why that. request of They the basically week? look the same, right? Sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that'll do us for today. We are, like I said, we're going long, so we're not going to spend too long at the end here. This has been the Riverdale High AV Club. I have been Ezra. And I've been Megan. And we'll see you at the Chocolate Shop, gang. See you at the Chocolate Shop. Testing, testing.